0: Welcome to Women Who Rock with Success Media, an award-winning show for professional women and men. Since 2014, we have provided a voice for entrepreneurs in the areas of business, marketing, advertising, public speaking, lifestyle and wellness coaching, arts and entertainment, fashion designing, interior and exterior designing, and sports. Our guest experts provide the latest information in their field while creating an educational resource for our listeners and viewers. Join us each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. Now, let's go to the studio, where our session is already in progress with your show host, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Women Who Rock with success complies with the rules and terms according to the Federal Communications Commission podcast guidelines. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are their own, and their appearance on our digital media platforms does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. All guests who embrace our media stations are experts who are licensed in their fields of occupation. All rights reserved. And once again, hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning back in with us. This is our third uh, episode for today on Women Who Rock with Success Media, and this is your host, of course, Ms. Diane Winbush. And so thank you once again for tuning in with us. At the top of the hour, at 9 o'clock, of course, we had um, our tax expert, Showing you, teaching you how to be able to be successful through your taxes when you're filing as a business owner or professional CEO, entrepreneur, or sole proprietor. Then at 10 o'clock, of course, we talked about transformation. It is very, very important that we know how to transform our business and even our lifestyle so that we do not become procrastinated or stuck in the area where we are. We know that um, life perhaps maybe bring about a lot of challenges and changes in our life, and then we still have to know how to pick up the pieces afterwards. So we had two impeccable guests on this morning to be able to help us, to be able to catapult us through that for 2023. So on our 11 o'clock segment this hour, we have um, our special guest, Sharon Roth, and she will be talking to us about retirement, after retirement, a new grid after retirement. Now, you know, we have heard a whole lot when it comes down to retirement. You know, we've heard about Ponzi schemes and people invest in the wrong way, and sometimes we may, you know, go and venture the wrong – have the wrong – plan i guess business plan after retirement but there's a different way or a new grid as to how we can be able to retire and also enjoy ourselves so our guest will be in the studio miss sharon Rolf, and she's an expert in this area and she will be with us to be able to learn more so after this commercial break we'll be back with you with our guests Good morning, Sharon. Thank you for tuning in with us on Women Who Rock With Success Media. Uh, This is your host, Diane Winbush. so good morning and thank you for tuning in with us. Well, thank you, Diane, for having me. (laughs) <laughs> great, great. So I have already shared with the audience already, Sharon, about this impeccable grid that you have for those that are retiring and even after retirement. You know, a lot of times, you know, people get in the wrong path. You know, we got these Ponzi schemes that be going on sometimes after retirement, but you're going to be able to show us a better way even, you know, even if it comes down to investments or what have you. So first of all, welcome to, to the show, and then also Welcome to even wanting to share your expertise with us on today. So the first question we're gonna we're gonna get into is tell us a little bit about you and I guess why you wanted to be able to help others in this area. This is so this is so fascinating. Do you hear me? Like I said, people get into all kinds of investments, they get into all kinds of other different things, but here you are sharing with individuals how to still keep living after retirement. So talk to us a little bit about you.
1: Well, I guess, uh, Diane, I kind of started even as a teenager. I was kind of mesmerized and mystified by Mm -hmm. my potential. You know, and of course, um, uh, through my career, I kind of was interested in other people's potential and would help them with their resume because sometimes we're too close to our skin to (laughs) know objectively who we are and having an outside opinion helps. So, um, mm-hmm. but in, uh, the thing that bothered me, um, a myth, a rumor that I heard at Boeing when I was there was, you know, people don't, are reluctant to retire because, you know, they die within three years. That mm-hmm. stabbed my heart. That's wrong. Oh. And I thought, I've, I've got to do something about that. And mm-hmm. as a behavioral scientist, I'm I'm one they they call a maximizer. I I like to take something that's good and and make it better, you know, by collaboration or synergy. I I have a certification yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> knowledge management, so putting our heads together is something that I just really thrive on. And um, so in uh, I, and so when I retired, the the last project that i had been working on at Boeing, I had seen an email that came in and they said, well, we're partnering with our community college to um, sponsor people into this coaching program. So I started it a week before I retired and I want to bring out the potential of people who retire because I'm finding that people kind of start feeling invisible um, one mm-hmm. lady told me she mm-hmm. was just so offended. She was walking beside her daughter. And I guess they'd just gotten grocers or something. And, and the daughter was sounding like her mom was invisible because she didn't have a job. And that mm-hmm. just so offended her. And um, I could really relate to feeling invisible because I felt that way, kind of a lot of my career, um, I um you know in in uh, our generation, you just kind of buckle under and do what you're told and, and make a living you know <laughs> instead of okay. uh, having the freedom to fully express ourselves. so okay. um, I' come to fully express myself in retirement do you tell. Mm-hmm. And I I see right. all this free time, Diane, as mm-hmm. untapped potential. Does right, that make sense? Right,
0: right. It does, also, it does and, make sense, um, Sharon. Go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah, so all the retirement planning I had before I retired was all financial. And yet, There are so many emotional transitions in retirement. You no longer have a job that uh, you can make a huge contribution to. You no longer have colleagues and teammates to uh, accomplish Mm -hmm. things together. Um, You no longer Mm -hmm. have that business card that says, here's my title. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. that often feels, you know, people lose their identity. And I I want to wake retirees up to the fact that they still do have their great education. They have now a large network of people that they've worked with or met over the years through um, college or or hobbies or just work. Even is a, a lot. I, I'm amazed at how many people I I is, <clears throat> can stay in touch with now. Um, Your talents haven't changed. You know, maybe they've aged okay. a bit, but, you know, freshen them up. And maybe yeah. you're still the dynamic trombone player you were in high school. You know, you just need to dust
0: off your <laughs> dreams. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. See, because, you know, even with that, um, uh, Sharon. Uh, and this is going to be uh, towards the next question, you know. And and I guess I would love for you to share this with those that are retiring one day, perhaps. Um, because I think it was one of guys, I, and I and I'm trying to research it right now. And he was one of the one of he was one of the guys that would come on on Sunday morning. I don't know if it was 60 minutes or. I don't know which one it was, but after he retired, he kind of, you know, he. I think the next year after that, he perhaps maybe passed away. So share with us a little bit about that, how important it is to keep moving. And even he was in his 90s now. I'm not going to say that he, he, you know, he retired at a young age or what have you, but sometimes I think it scares or frightens others if they – you know do not retire early i guess that's the question that i want to to you know make individuals to feel comfortable that hey look you can retire early at 60 or do they because like i said after he had after he had retired i think this was it was from 60 minutes or from CBS, it was one of them, I and mean, I can't think of his name, but he had retired, and I think it was like a few months later, not even a year, I think he was, you know, he had passed away. And, you know, it keeps an individual energized when they're working, but we want to talk about the fact that how an individual can still keep moving even if they're not working.
1: Yeah, I I have, um, it really paid a lot of attention to people's stories. In fact, I, I heard one at Boeing that this lady was like in her 80s. I don't know whether it was mid-80s or late 80s, but um, she was a big stockholder in Boeing, and um, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, I, I guess somebody kind of um, reprimanded her or something that, you know, she didn't belong there, and I, <laughs> this guy didn't know who you were talking mm-hmm. to. <laughs> but, but it came down to um, uh you know companies tend to want to force people out because of their age yeah. and um, okay. I don't know if it was her or another story I might be mixing up but this person was so talented and so effective in what they did but the, the you know policy was somebody wanted to enforce the policy and um two weeks later that person was dead uh, oh. Forced out. And that just hurts my heart so much because right. um, you know Ruth, Ruth uh, uh, what is it you, they say uh, go ahead and do it anyway and wait for somebody to stop you well somebody came along and stopped her you know yeah. Yeah. but um, yeah the, the, there's such a impact mentally and emotionally Diane when we um, don't have a place to contribute anymore. In fact, my, one of my okay. bits about retirement is uh, I want to h- help people have fresh courage to mm-hmm. still make a meaningful contribution. It's possible, okay. and I ha- I have a resource um, list that I've made up, collected over um, six or eight years of uh, movies and books and websites that um, help people get a new idea of what they could do in retirement. You know, I, I want to help people right. think outside the box. <laughs> There's right, a, the, right,
0: right.
1: Habitat for Humanity actually has a division called Taravanners. And you take your RV, your bed, <laughs> to the location okay. where a house is being built and you get oh. to work along with other people who are also
0: caravanners to build homes for people. Oh. oh that is so awesome. That is so awesome. So it's it's I guess it's imperative for individuals I mean, I I don't know I don't know how to put the, put it together. You know, you're the expert on, on this, and right here, I'm not retired yet or what have you. But I guess it's you have to c- continue to keep moving, and then also I guess you have to uh, have a a mindset. It's a mindset to keep, you know. And I don't know if it could be sickness or or, or what of, of of some sort, but we're not gonna get into that because we're trying to empower people you know, even after their retirement. It is so such a blessing for individuals to be able to continue to move on, you know, have different activities and can be able to explore the world even after retirement has, you know, probably long gone. So that's what leads me to the next question. We want to talk about effortless fatality. This is you right here. And so we want to uh, thank you, why you name? Why why was the title effortless? That is so wonderful. Effortless fatality. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well,
1: um, it's kind of linked uh, somewhat. I guess you could call it inner motivation, intrinsic motivation. Okay. When when you're working, and and the thing I want most to help people with is. Um, to know who they are on the inside, how God put you together, you know, the ingredients He used. And if things like your personality and your your values and your dreams and goals. Um I it could be called GPS or or soul okay. or I know when I first shared it with my classmates uh in coaching school, it felt like mm-hmm. I was sharing my so my essence and and okay. what, the free effortless vitality came up in in our manual coaching manual that we were learning from and um uh, when you know there's things that uh, like I like to bake and nobody has to twist my arm to bake cookies <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um I just I always have uh the energy to do that it is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> so yeah. when 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 I mean some people like um you know knitters or uh writers they can't stop doing it. <laughs> you know, it's just right. something right. that that they have a intrinsic motivation for. So the um the core of my business, I want to help millions of people around the world Know themselves from the inside the the um in, invisible um assets are see there's another way to say it and in, yeah invisible assets <laughs> so you, you know not only have you know financial assets but you have invisible assets of your <clears throat> your your um personality and your values and your dreams and uh, your hot buttons even. Sometimes we, you know, yes. uh, like a hot button often I think people have is um, freeway driving. <laughs> and, and okay. yeah, oftentimes that hot button might be something God intended you to help solve. Could you okay. turn around and see that as maybe you've got some insight that Nobody else has of solving an issue that needs improvement. You know, uh, best practice. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, the uh, it's becoming critical that we know who <clears throat> we are and can find the perfect place for us to fit in. Because not only does do our talents. Uh, make room for us in, uh, say, volunteering, but we also need to match it with, does it hold meaning for for you? Um, mm-hmm. How many stories have we heard of people that go into certain careers because their parents had a certain uh, struggle with something or a, a brother or uh, people who make prosthesis they probably were solving a problem initially for a loved one and they wanted to be part of the solution
0: okay. so as okay. wow yeah, yeah if you go ahead no you go ahead you you can go ahead and finish <laughs> well to
1: to um the oh, let me let me t- give you an example of thinking outside the box diane one of my first guests, I okay. did some podcast here um, uh, shortly after, um, well, it's, it's about four to five years ago, I did some podcasting. And my, one of my first guests was a lady that, um, she, she was from here in Seattle area, and she felt a, a huge need to expand her heart. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. she dreamed up. Uh, a year's worth of um, community service projects around the world. Okay. No, she saved up something like, I think she committed in her mind um, $25,000 to do 12 projects in 12 countries over a year. And uh, okay. she wound up feeding baby lions, uh, riding elephants, uh, working on okay. a baboon sanctuary, and one of her delightful memories was singing uh, "Imagine" uh, to some Chinese college students who were learning English. And she said okay. <laughs> she couldn't carry a tune at all, but they—they they really they, she often used songs, uh, or yeah, to help them learn English, and. Um, After she sang a song, okay, then okay, it's your turn now to um, practice your English. You know, you know, Mm -hmm. sing the song that I sang, and a lot of the students and her had tears in their eyes because after doing it, because that was one of her most favorite songs in it, that along it's a Beatles song, and um, it was just such a magical moment for. the learning process, the serendipity kind of thing that happened. And um, Mm -hmm. another story was around a baboon that came over and um, she was sitting on the ground watching the baboons play in the mud or something. And the the head baboon uh, come along behind her and put his arm around her and started poking, um, picking at, her hair and that's how babies groom each other is to um pick at your hair for some reason and she was scared spitless kind of but she asked her supervisor if um if it was okay and she says well are, are you hurting and no you're not hurting but it was a it was a bonding with the animal that felt safe enough to be close to her and um, she says, I can still at times look down at my arm and, and see that black hand of a baboon, you know, around her shoulder um, on her arm. So um, so there's, we, you mentioned mindset, and we often put limitations on ourselves. Okay, here's, here's a story about way back when I was in my 20s, but I shared it with somebody yesterday, and she said, um, because your mindset can impact significantly your health. Now I'm 75 right. and when I left Boeing, I was 69 and um, I haven't been sick for a long time. Never been in the hospital, never had kids, never had a husband. And, um, okay. but this was back in my twenties. I, I was working second shift, and the um, flu was going around. And I started feeling nauseous. And I, I put up with it for about 10 minutes, and then I stomped my foot, and I said, go bother somebody else. And I did. So when, you know, I I feel like I'm in charge of my health, and yet there's so many people that seem to, oh, yeah, I'll recover. I'm battling a cold. I'm getting a cold. (laughs) And I just said, Mm -hmm. you know, here's what you can do with your cold, (laughs) your your flu. Just get out of here. That's what you can do. (laughs) And (laughs) that's right. Instead of you know yeah i I think I think a lot of people use um the attention you get from being sick as a way to feel loved or valued or you know yeah it's it's you know as a child sometimes we we fake stuff so we can stay home from school. <laughs> But um okay. it may also it may also be our way to compensate for maybe um not getting the attention that, you know, the parents put on on your brothers or sisters. And compensating okay. behaviors be vicious if you know, as adults we, we may not have confronted that, that we want that attention and um gosh, I I've never spent a day in the
0: hospital. So knock on wood, right? <laughs> okay, 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 great. So now also, uh, Sharon, you encourage uh, professionals, entrepreneurs, and women also as to how to not become stuck. And that's what we had on the show uh, right before you um have you before your segment, and the top of the hour came for you, and we want to certainly talk about that. That's one of my go getters right there is to help individuals not to become stuck um and I think I shared on the uh the last segment um uh, you know at ten o'clock. I was like, you know a lot of times um and so this is this was a story that I shared, so we had this one entrepreneur back in uh, I think it was two thousand and fourteen she had a mentor that was already kind of versed in the you know, business world, tech world and what have you. And so she was helping her out, which we all need coaches and what have you. So the coach was trying to help her to get prepared for the interview. I think it was her first one. And right before she and, and I and I and I hope and pray today that she's probably have you know um ran away from those jitters or someone has kind of helped her to be able to get more motivated but she got cold feet about the interview. Uh, I think it was like a day before, and I was I was like, wow, she got cold. And even though she had a mentor to be able to help her, she was just too afraid. She procrastinated. She said she felt that she did not have enough. She was not enough to be able to do this. And, you know, after I, over you know, reviewed everything and looked over everything that she had, she had more than enough to get, you know, uh, started and to be a go-getter and be a guest on anybody's show. So talk to us a little bit about that as to how you encourage and empower individuals about how to become stuck in what they already have. Well,
1: that's a a big question. And how I have applied it to me is I keep telling myself and some of my family members too, I decide what stops me. Okay. And I would imagine they, that this dad probably had some, um, what do you call it, mental uh, abuse perhaps, saying that, that oh, she's never going to amount to anything. Oh, you're, you're just a stupid, uh-huh. you know, whatever. And because uh-huh. there are loved ones that say that, it's, why not believe them? They they know us better than anybody else. But okay. people often abuse um, give us uh, abusive nicknames more because of their insecurity than our own. And right. she okay. that mindset, you know, there's still playing that old tape of what others think of you. And um, mm-hmm. I, I this. Relates kind of, but I, I I have loved over the years near death experience stories and people who have okay. gone on the other side and what was their experience there. And I um, the last four people that I have read or studied about, um, their message that they bring back is pretty pretty close to the same, and it's this. Mm-hmm. You are okay. infinitely worthy. You are infinitely precious. You okay. have always been enough. You will always be enough. There is okay. not a place you don't belong. You are lovable. Okay. You are loved. You are love. Okay. Yeah, to me that opens the door for anything is possible
0: what okay. does it say to you diane okay and so sometimes uh uh children, sometimes we can have a low self-esteem and when you say you know you're sometimes we what it's saying to me we have to sometimes have to encourage ourselves we're loved, right. we have to know that we're loved. And that's what I kind of felt from this uh, this potential guest that was coming, is that if, if there was a lot of low self-esteem. Pros- procrastination was, was, of course, top of the uh, line for that. But I think there was a lot of uh, low self-esteem that perhaps maybe, even like I stated, she had a coach, but she still could not get beyond that procrastination. hmm
1: yeah, I yeah. felt invisible in my family because I was the only one to go to college. And um, I grew up on a farm and there was I've come across this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're outstanding. Out! Standing in a field. And that, I felt like mm-hmm. I was outstanding in a field. <laughs> mm-hmm. in a, you know, okay. farm field. Because um, I, even though I've... You know, done all this college, and um, last year I wrote a book, and my sisters have not said a word about my book. I, I gave them one for Christmas a oh. year ago, and okay. so that's how I feel. Have felt that you know it validates feeling invisible because I don't get validated from my family. I, right. but okay. I had I've come to kind of recognize that my family isn't my audience
0: and therefore
1: yeah they they may not know and appreciate what I've done with myself or my career or my book Uh, and my book is called Fresh Courage in Retirement Finding Purpose Essence and Fulfillment But I have to let go of that expectation of them
0: uh, wildly applauding me.
1: (laughs) It ain't going to happen.
0: Let it go. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that's what we want to talk about next, Sharon. Um, this is going to be the last question, and we want to talk about the ebook that you have released. And it's a, you know, a free gift to all of your uh, patrons, your clients, and also it's going to be free to um, our listeners and whoever else that um, connects with your website. And it's called a Call to um, Courage, a Call to Courage, and I and this will, this will. Uh, be something that would be profiting for the for the guest that I was t- telling you about. I don't think she had enough courage, like I stated. She had a mentor. She had a coach, but she did not have enough courage. So t- talk to us a little bit about the book, and I guess what, it, what is it that you expect that your readers take away from this uh, free gift that you offer?
1: Well, I, I give you a lot of ideas. Um, let me let me say when I did podcasting, I I asked maybe a dozen people where who's a person I could have on my show that would talk about courage, could talk about courage, and I was appalled mm-hmm. that I had to ask so many people, and I realized there's a problem, and I've now become on Instagram Sharon underscore Queen of Courage and um i got the title fresh courage from a hallmark movie that they they said often when you go home from vacation you go home with fresh courage. yeah right. that's true. and so my my ebook on um courage is to give you both some building up and some um uh inspiration to Uh, move forward with whatever dream or goal or desire you have. Now, um, I moved with my career, I moved to Tampa, Florida, um, got transferred there. And I was um, at the time chewing on courage and and, um, realized in Joshua chapter one, there's like Five different references to courage. Do not be afraid. Be of good courage. Be of great courage. Um, be, you know, have, have courage. And I, um, I started, in fact, I remember stomping my foot a few times and say, I refuse to be afraid or base my life on fear, um, which is a huge message for this day and time. <laughs> There's so much fear going around, and yet you have to make a choice. Um, it's part of having mental strength, in fact, is to, is to, mm-hmm. um, build yourself up with courage. And that's what my ebook is about. Um, it has uh, several quotes from both, um, the Bible and from people who have, uh, helped us understand courage from different perspectives. But it's, it's mm-hmm. meant like, um, like this lady that, thinking outside the box and doing this community service, her book was called uh, Smiling at the World when she got home. And it, it's helping you um, face what makes you happy and embracing it strongly enough that what others say won't stop you. Diane? I'm not hearing you, Diane.